either. <laughs> Are we on? We're on. Oh, uh, welcome to the uh, Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. My name's Scott, and I'm uh, joined by Todd. <laughs> I'm not saying that fire family friend thing anymore. <laughs> Hello. And Ash. Hello. And we're we are no longer family. <laughs> um, yeah, tonight we're going to talk about some uh, some news from the um, crowd crush that happened um, mm-hmm. last week. Somebody we were going to talk. We were going to talk about this last week, but we actually had a grass fire, which I think we mm-hmm. mentioned and we discussed. Yeah, yeah, we put out um, that little mini that was episode. Our mini episode. Um, and then, what two days later, uh, what happened uh, here in the valley? Snowed. It snowed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I've never seen a grass fire and then snow. <laughs> yeah, like I think we joked. They were like, "Is it snowing?" Nah, it was like cold and yeah. rain. But it actually but, snowed, uh, and then it snowed within twenty four hours. And we right now, I think we're sitting on three or four inches of snow right now. Yeah, at least so. yeah. Yeah, the the switch literally flipped that day. Yeah, yeah. And we were into the into the minus fives at night. All of a sudden, and it was mm-hmm. yeah. So, so that's where we're at. Um, so the snow hasn't had much impact on us yet. It wasn't. There was. I think one night there was some power lines down. First night. That's right. Yeah, that um, was parking uh, and such. Um, no major accidents and for us. There's been yeah, the, uh, our, the road in the corridor. corridor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you you just traveled the highways. Yeah, so there's, there's patches of a little bit of higher elevation, which are a little shitty. Um, and the typical people that just can't drive with uh, proper tires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that seems to be causing, the well, typical, right, for snowfall. Most amount of habits. All the highways have closures because of. Yeah, there's always yeah. that picture on, uh, shared on the internet. It's like um, the, the annual meeting of the Summer summer Tire Club, and there's all these cars <laughs> in the ditch. <laughs> uh, uh, that's nice. right. <laughs> yeah, like our, our, our next week coming up here looks pretty... Uh, Pretty inviting. Like Tuesday, minus twelve is a low. Yeah. Minus eleven, minus eleven. We're gonna have to do some some balmy minus eight and nines. Uh, highs of yeah, we're freezing temperatures. We're not getting above <coughs> zero basically from now until almost the twentieth. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like highs of minus. So definitely, like Todd says, um, it was warm and warm and cozy, and now it's right marching in the harvest uh, ceremony. Yeah. Gonna be a little brisk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's coming up for Mercy. Um, that's right. Which is they don't remember Mercy anywhere else, do they? Oh, well, maybe. I guess Commonwealth countries would ever remember Mercy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what day it is for the Americans. The Memorial Day. The Memorial Day is different for them. Anyways, that's coming up. March yeah, November eleventh. Yeah, for us. Um, Todd, you got mm-hmm. some. some other news. Um, was just the crowd news. Which one? The crowd crush news. Oh, just the crowd crush news. Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah, it's kind of a crux of our our episode. Um, we just got a, we just got off our raffle, so that's why we haven't really been practicing much um, for oh. our cash yeah. raffle. It's Veterans Day. Veterans Day. Yeah. Oh, not Day. Memorial Day. Veterans Day. Veterans Day. Yep. Yeah. So why don't um, go and just talk real briefly about. Uh, the event last night that you guys had? Yeah, so last night mm-hmm. was our annual 44th annual cash round. So, yeah. um, it's a way for us to raise money for our society, um, which allows us to buy some extra training gear that the, the city... Like tax base doesn't. That the tax base doesn't pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been, well, 44 years. Um, it's a tradition, if you would, if you will. <laughs> to have in the town. Um, it's kind of become more of a... It's not so much a major money maker for us. There's a lot of other ways that we can mm-hmm. make funds, but... It still raises some money, but it's also like a kind of a town event. Yeah, it's awesome for that sort of community outreach or whatever, like keeping us um, intermixed, you know, within the uh, community because we're all there, we're all wearing colors, and um, 
you know, like showing support. Like gang colors. Like gang colors, for sure. Yeah, yeah flash and gang, gang size while we're out there. Um, no, but it's, it's like we're easily uh, recognizable amongst the crowd, yeah. uh, especially when we do <coughs> themes. Like we do this party, and mm-hmm. this one happened to be 80s movie themed. So yeah. we got like Beetlejuices and Indiana Jones is walking around. There's like five Beetlejuices. There's a lot of Beetlejuices. Top yeah. Gun. There's a lot of Top Gun. Well, three or four Jessica Rabbits. I didn't even. I, well, David, that was an 80s movie. <laughs> but I guess, yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I was trying to remember all the stuff that came out of At first, I was like, yeah, oh, Little Mermaid. Oh, no, that's in Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I think we were joking. I think Todd got the wrong decade down. Todd was in the 90s. He had a CD around his neck. I'm yeah. pretty sure CDs were... It was 88, wasn't it? CDs? I don't know. Pretty sure. Well, like, was. I don't have any more tape decks anymore, <laughs> so I can't really put out a cassette. Right. Yeah. <laughs> look like an act. But the, like the tracksuit. The tracksuit definitely look like the an tracksuit. Where did you good. find that in your closet? Well, so we actually busted that out. Uh, <coughs> Ellis had a birthday, thirtieth. Right, many, I remember. Many that. years ago. Yeah, Back, I, was, I was a punk. <laughs> yeah, you were a punk. I was dressed up in that, and there's a bunch. That's of why stuff. I seen that jacket before on you. Yes. <laughs> like, I can't remember why I seen that before. That's I love right. how that jacket made the move. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like know that's how. the time to purge. I and think it remember that jacket cleaned you better though back then. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I wasn't wearing the magic pants. That's okay. I don't think the uh, I don't think my my eighties uh, punk um, jean jacket would fit me either. So. Yeah, no, we were ready to leave, and Lisa's like, bust out this box of stuff. I'm like, where in the hell did that come from? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, or for part of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. great. Yeah, it's it's a fun like event. We did a we do a skit every year, yeah. um, kind of based on local politics. Actually, this time there was really no local politics. It was all kind of world politics. Yeah, usually um, we we throw jokes around at you know some local politicians or like whom we all know. I mean, this is a, not a massive community by any means. And uh, being on the department, we generally know all of them by first first name. Yeah. You know, per, you know, quite quite close. Um, well, I felt the world leaders needed a little bit of a a little bit of a ribbing, if you yeah, will. Yes, yeah. absolutely. We've done yeah. enough stupid things in the last couple years. So. Yeah. So we did that. And mm-hmm. that's some fun. Did some interesting gags. Saw what Diet Coke and Mentos does when someone tries to put their mouth over it. That was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember our captains is probably not going to have a nasal cavity left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty entertaining. Yeah. So, yeah, it was awesome. We we, we definitely, you know, raised, raised some funds for our training facility and everything else. And, um, again, this awesome, awesome, awesome event that we get to, you know, go and be out, out and about with, uh, you know, members of our uh, community. Um seemed like everybody really really enjoyed it so and this is our, our first event since COVID so this yeah. is our kind of our, right. our first time back in a couple of years yeah. so yeah awesome it was really good to see you know like uh in previous years you get a lot of crowd starts disappearing around 10 30 right mm-hmm. after the dinner and after but but uh last night man it was everyone is late yeah good jam, jam yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it was uh it was a really really good event it's really nice to see everybody coming back to normal now yeah yeah I mean, you give away twelve thousand dollars, and it keeps people hanging around oh, too. Absolutely, does. <laughs> that, that helps. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, so back to speaking of crowds. Yeah, speaking of crowds. So our crowd, you know, we only had a few hundred people. Um, yeah. So we're going to talk about the, um, the Korean incident that happened two yeah. weeks ago now. Twenty ninth of October, <coughs> I think. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but it's Seoul, 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 Seoul? like it's, South it, Korea. S E. Yeah, it's oh, Seoul, man. That's like the South, capital yeah. of Korea. Oh, okay. 
South Korea. Seoul. Seoul, Seoul, I don't know. Obviously not a geography expert, are you? No, I am not. I'm forced to admit. I don't have to commute to work. Oh, no, that was the other kid. I wasn't going to go anywhere. (laughs) Some other child. (laughs) Yeah. Do you remember the GPS issues in Baltimore? No. (laughs) Anyways. Crowds. So, yeah, so... Um, 153 people were killed, uh, and over another 100 uh, were hurt in the stampede during the Halloween festi- festivities um, in one of the kind of entertainment districts um, in downtown. Um, they said it was very narrow alleys, um, and there was, I think they estimated that over 100,000 people were out celebrating in that popular night, that whole area. Um, but yeah, there was uh, typical crowd issues, right? Tight alleyways, yep. get choked up. Um, all it takes is a little bit of forward motion, a little bit of a push, and <coughs> you start trampling, squeezing. And you look at some of these pictures, they were shoulder to shoulder, squeezed in. Yeah, right? oh, for sure. And, of it, course, with that, then you get all these these deaths and injuries. Mm-hmm. It, it's very hard to start moving. And, well, of course, it's compressing your, your chest and can't breathe and then you trip and fall and you get stampled you can't get up and hence why they had 130 cardiac arrests sure yeah there's a thing on uh called crowd safety and crowd uh, risk analysis um, i saw a little video he put out on um crowd density mm-hmm. and like you know you it, there's like this little map i'm looking at right now it's like shows like you know if you have one person per square meter how light the crowd is and then you start getting up in higher areas and you get into like the once it gets into like the fours and fives per so five people four or five people per square meter how dangerous it becomes. So <coughs> when you look at like a mosh pit, mm-hmm. that's like a three three or four. So it's that's pretty tightly packed. Mm-hmm. Like some of those mosh pits get pretty tight, but for the most part, um, because you know what's going to happen, um, you can kind of mitigate those crowds right through mm-hmm. fencing and gates and stuff. It's not right. control crowd sizes. That's why there's like crowd limits on events, mm-hmm. but. I'm guessing in like an alley in an open public square, it's a challenge to try to yeah navigate um, crowd sizes. And... Yeah, because you're not. It's like an open area, so you know, mm-hmm. so I'm oh, sorry, it's a public area, so I don't know if they can block the like they could, I guess. But yeah, you could. Like looking at the one photo, it's uh, in this area. It's probably thirty, yeah, 30-ish feet, thirty-four feet yeah. wide, right? So right. You know, look, knowing some of the tactics that, that you showed us before, Scott, like it's, uh, I think it could be doable. But again, yeah. it seems like you look at uh, our entertainment districts, um, right. you know, generally those types of uh, alleyways, they, they usually don't do a lot. No, you. so in my, in my past job, before I did doing what I'm doing, I used to be event security crowd stuff and doing a lot of like big crowds. And when we manage a crowd, it would always be like, okay, well, like a mosh pit, especially. It's like, because that's usually the densest. Um, mm-hmm. Seated events are different, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody has a seat. And, um, seated events are usually the most amount of fights <laughs> because everyone's fighting over their seats because they think they own that seat now. Um, <laughs> whereas uh, mosh pits are usually uh, more um, like ankle injuries and um, neck injuries because they're crowd surfing and stuff like that. Sure. Um, a lot less fights. It looks like a big mm-hmm. fight, but it's not. There's actually less fights in a mosh pit than there is in a seated country event right. or something. Yeah. It's kind of fun uh, just the way people are. But um, those mosh pits are really where crowds are surging, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're moving. Um, well, that's it. Your higher density, and now they're in motion. 
Yeah. yeah, and then they're they're kind of quasi dancing, like they're slam dancing and mm-hmm. they're um, crowd surfing. And crowd surfing is actually pretty crazy because you get when you're when they're surfing, it's fine. But as soon as they like a, a hole opens up in the crowd, the surf ends. The surf ends for them, and they drop, and you're like, because I remember like working the barricades, and like and you watch a kid go down, and you're like, and then you see his head pop up. <laughs> like, yeah, sweet. Okay, he's good. Because normally what happens is like the crowds, like, and that's one thing about crowds when it comes to like. Metal crowds and those kind of crowds is there. That's what they're there to do. So they they know how they know how they've it works. been there before. Yeah, they're yeah. not panicking because they they're not they're they they're in that crowd for a reason. That's yeah. their fun, and they will pick people up. And, yeah. and even the bands, like the bands I worked with, they were always like, if someone falls down, you pick them up. Like they're that's their deal. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so really, very few injuries. Like I said, ankle injuries is people sprain their ankles, someone steps on their foot, and they right. twist it funny, or or. Some neck injuries, not only from falling on your head, but also mm-hmm. from uh, people getting surfed onto your neck. <laughs> there's, there's that kind of stuff. Because, right. you know, you're facing the audience. The next thing, a 150-pound you know, person gets yeah. <laughs> so yeah. thrown right. on top of your neck and you're not used to it. So mm-hmm. you kind of like, good security guys will be pointing like that someone's coming. So right. they get their hands up ready, ready to catch. Yeah. Um, but the surge itself, um, I remember when we used to get over a certain amount of people. I can't remember. We, we had a formula and stuff. We would run a barricade on the center. And, and it, they'd have what we call the moat. So there's a moat on the center. And that way we could separate the crowd. So, you know, we had, you know, if you have 5,000 people in a small area, well, as soon as they start doing sideways motions, mm-hmm. if one of them falls over or, or five of them fall over, everyone starts tripping over and then, and then that, that starts the crush. Yeah. Um, but if you run the barricade in the middle, now that limits that, it limits that move, side-to-side movement. And it also limits the amount of people that are now crushing each other. Mm-hmm. And then it also gives them an out. And I think that's the biggest <clears throat> the biggest key. Because when we have the barricades, the moat's down the middle and they're on the front. Um, a big thing the security guys are doing is they're pulling people that are getting crushed out. Right. So, again, what I'd always do is i make sure our guys would talk to the crowd. Hey, you know, if you start feeling crushed, put your hand up and we will, we will pull you out. Don't, like, don't try to push yourself back through or don't wait until you pass out. Like, put your hand up and we'll pull you out. Um, so when you have those moats set up, you can pull a lot of people out. You got right? space for egress, yeah. Yeah, I remember working the Surrey Olympic um, site. Um, and I don't even remember the band. It was like someone I never heard of. But because it was Olympics, everything was like really cheap or free. I remember correctly. Yeah, there's a lot of free venues uh, for people to go into. Yeah. Um, and even all the little houses, like they had like uh, all the little um, country houses where you go in a big bar big yeah bar, so a lot of things. free stuff a lot of, so the story olympic site was it was a pretty big event i was a, um i forget what the name of that area was but you know at one point i think we had twenty thousand people there and there's all these younger kids and i can't remember the band but we must have pulled 20 30 kids out there didn't crush hmm. just because there's no crowd surfing because there's all these young kids they don't know they don't know how to crowd surf they don't know how to deal hmm. with crowds so i remember that was a that was probably the worst crush i've seen like people kids are getting crushed we're pulling out like 20 30 of them at a time but again, we're set up, we're prepared for it. Um, in that, there's no, when you have walls 50 feet high, yeah, there's no out. And unless you're throwing ropes yeah. down, people hang on to it's like there's no way to get out. Yeah. There's a couple of pictures uh, people were trying to scale um, lap posts. Yeah. Uh, and if there's a little bit like, there's some security fencing, people were trying to climb that, uh, but not many compared to the crowd. Like they're just so squished in. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the response side of it, it looks like there was, it said at one point, uh, there were 1,700 basically uh, response personnel that were on site. So there's a, that's an insane number to me right. of uh, emergency responders. I mean, I know it's 
a massive city, but were you um were you there when you were in Vancouver when they had the barricade collapse? Oh, the concert doesn't ring a bell. No, there's Alexis on fire was playing, and their front stage barricade collapsed. A bunch of kids got hurt. Okay, um, <clears throat> so that was another example. Like they were pushing against the barricade, and it was just a really badly um, put together barricade, mm-hmm. and it folded. And then basically, as soon as that happened, it was like water, right? So it's like a dam breaking. So all the kids kind of fell over, and then a bunch of kids fell on top of them. Right. No one died in that. <clears throat> that was in Vancouver. Um, no one died, but a bunch of people got hurt. I know. Anytime we did the res- we do responses um, to either the sort of Coliseum or to BC Place, things like that. Um, it's already huge pre-established routes, so we'd always mm-hmm. have a, a pre-set up staging areas. That, so we had a fair amount of room. Um, and then reading in this event here, <clears throat> they said there's choke points everywhere. It's impossible to get emergency responders in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said the government actually sent out a mass text to tell everybody to start going home and clearing the area so emergency personnel could get in. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, as I was really <clears throat> trying to find something on kind of the response time frame to see how long it would take for the crowd to disperse and for people to get in if it, if it's that tight to access, right? Yeah. But I couldn't find anything. Um, but they said there was people, they said it would be like a war scene though, like this body scattered all over the place, mostly near the, mostly to the edges, right? Yeah. Uh, where they're doing CPR, right? Right. Yeah, here it is. Uh, this is from Vancouver, 2010, the Olympics. Um, so this is another area other than Surrey. Uh, 19 people were injured and nine sent to hospital after a barricade collapse at a pre-concert downtown Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, barricade gave way when a crowd of more than 7,000 partygoers surged forward just after the Canadian rock band Alexis on Fire began playing the outdoor venue. So. I was actually on tour with Lux on Fire like a month after that, like a uh, month or two after the Olympics um, was over, and I remember they were like, they were like terror, not terrified, they were paranoid of mm-hmm. of the barricade. Right. So every night I would go out and I'd make sure they saw me checking the barricade because they were like, uh, there's pictures of the barricade class. But every night I'd go out there and I'd be like shaking the barricade, checking all the pins, and I'd tape them like I use duct tape to make sure kids' hands can't get caught in certain points, pinch points and right. stuff. And then at one point, because I knew what the picture of the barricade looked like, I knew what the make of the barricade was. At one point, we were out in them somewhere in the Prairie Provinces. <laughs> I'm like, I think it's the same barricade, like the same make of the barricade. I'm like, so I had to go tell the guys, and they're like, uh, so we had to like reinforce it, like we welded parts of it just to make sure, because wow. they were like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were very concerned but for all these reasons. Mm-hmm. Like no one died, but that was a crowd search again. Yeah, like 19 people injured. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, you don't really think about how strong a crowd like that actually is, right? Yeah. The amount of force that can get applied to things. Right. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty yeah. nuts. Because if, the thing is, people in the back, like, you know, you're you're pushing in because you're trying to get through, and as the crowd's moving, you're like, oh, keep moving, keep moving. And then when it stops, you're like, mm. so everyone's kind of sitting there. Okay? Everyone's kind of shoving. Like, like, they're just seeing, they're testing their limits, seeing mm-hmm. how much shoving they can do. And then... As soon as like it starts to collapse or something falls, well, that was now big, there's the free steps forward. Yeah, yeah, now this big thing opens. They're like, oh shit, the crowd, the line's moving again. So everyone just now now the surge because everyone's like, oh, there's a big there's the line, but like something mm-hmm. must open up. So everyone just pushes in. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, now you're tripping over yeah twenty people in front of you. Yeah, and now more and more and more brings the on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the one video I uh, I watched, I can't remember the name of the, the guy that was talking about crowd safety and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> he had. A, 
fairly good size of people, and they said, okay, all squished together. Gave them just a gentle shove, and same thing, all little kind of shutter steps, trip, 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 boom, down you go. Yeah. Um, and then simply as just having a bit more of a defensive stance yeah. um, with your arms up to protect your chest, mm-hmm. um, then they, they weren't able to, to move the crowd at all. Right. Uh, it was quite interesting, actually. And then they talked about, you know, if you get pushed to the ground, obviously try and get up immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can't, just yeah, fetal position, uh, protect your chest and head, and, yeah. and hope for the best, basically. Yeah. Because just that, that sheer weight, that's what's putting everybody into respiratory arrest and cardiac arrest, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just yeah. completely compressing that ribcage. So on an MCI um, side of things, mm-hmm. what would you, what would, you're more than more that end of the field. How would you, um, I'm putting you on the spot, how would you respond to that kind of thing? Um, <laughs> if if you were kind of the, the first the first unit in, yeah. not answer the radio and pretend you didn't hear it. Because <laughs> it would be an absolute shit show. Yeah. Um, no, that that's worst case scenario, man. Um, I, again, in a large crowd like that, I can only imagine. Um, I know from my experience, uh, we did a couple kind of back to back. And even with those, uh, it, was, it was pretty intense response, right? You're, you're the, generally the first one, two ambulances get in, they start getting gutted, right? If there's bystanders and uh, people are there, yeah. they just start you know, yelling and screaming and pulling you one, one way and pulling you the other way. Mm-hmm. And then, then if something's not happening, they're just going to start pulling stuff out of the ambulances. Right. Um, in a perfect world, of course, we want somebody to set up command. Um, and then that person is supposed to be actually just in the ambulance and get out and just start running comms. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, your triage. It's all like a fire scene, right? You sit in the sit in the vehicle. Yeah, um, and then as people come in, we want scribes, things like that, right? Then you start busting out the MCI kits with uh, tags and colors. Uh, then as more people uh, come in, ideally cones, start making uh, make passageways, casualty collection points, get your colored tarps out, yeah, all that jazz, right? Uh, but those first initial moments are, are always hectic because. You know, especially for that triage person, you're trying to go around and do a, a quick and dirty triage, mm-hmm. but you're one person to how many people? So yeah. look at look at, at at that stage now. How far can you actually walk to triage? Right. Yeah, like, if, are you only, if you're living are you in only that covering massive event, fifty feet? Yeah, right. Yeah, at that size of an event, um, you know, you're you're kind of looking at what your access will be like. You know, mm-hmm. coming from the outside in. Um, once you find yourself a space to park, it's going to be close enough that you can, you know, go out there and try to start to do a bit of a triage. Yeah. Like how far away do you go? Like, I can't imagine everything's going to be within eyesight. So this massive, you know, situation will span more than just, you know, directly in front of you because people might might have some crush injuries. People might have, and now you've got your walking wounded, maybe some of their, um, injuries that were minor progressing to something else now they're scattered everywhere um yeah i mean it's it's gonna blow up into a massive scene um yeah i think i mean the biggest thing i can see is or i guess is um you know you're gonna have you're gonna have basically multiple kind of team leaders working together mm-hmm. um and even though we all know in the perfect world we only want one instant commander but there's going to be so so much chaos that first little while. There's going to be multiple people calling the shots and guesstimating on how many people are involved yeah. where the resources coming. Um, anything <clears throat> large at that point, we're not transporting. You know, right. we're we hunkering down. We're creating real estate. 
we're going to create a, uh, a treatment area right mm -hmm. there and then, and uh, then start start delegating resources to that location to start treating people um, on site. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's where the phone calls are getting made up the line, uh, in our country anyways, up to uh, to hospitals and to more care to start bringing all that support there. So, yeah, I was gonna, so actually, I was wondering about that. Do hospitals have the ability to move their, like not all their stuff? Like do doctors and stuff come to those scenes? Like is that is that a thing? Um, I've never really been part of anything like that, but in theory, like when you do the MCI training, um, if we're if we're declaring it, uh, I think it's a level one MCI, uh, dusting off the cobwebs a little bit here, um, then you're supposed to create that kind of mash unit <coughs> hospital right there on seat the treatment center. So BCHS will be of course kind of running that show. But then all of our supervisors and managers at that point get that call to the hospitals. They're going to start calling code oranges, getting ready for the mass uh, mass casualty. Um, and then there'll be communication. Okay, well, what resources are we bringing to them? Or if it's a massive thing, now we need to be bringing resources out to site. Right. So at that point, then there'll be ambulances going to the hospital, gathering people and equipment if necessary, if it's going to be a prolonged mm -hmm. event, right? Because I guess some things would be... And based on what injuries too, because like, like those are crush injuries and crush injuries. So a lot of, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of um, cardiac, a lot of like you said, cardiac, um, um, respiratory, respiratory, yeah. and uh, things like that. Whereas um, like a bombing, like Boston bombing, mm -hmm. it's a lot of blast injury, um, yeah. amputations, That's right. massive hemorrhages. So there's a different, it gets a different kit. Yeah. So now again. It, you know, you're, you're dealing with all resuscitations, right? Um, yeah. And generally the rule of principle when we're, when we're triaging, you know, if we run into that type of a patient, they're going to be tagged as black, right? Yeah. As an expected, because yeah. we're not going to put all these resources at one person based right. on mm -hmm. other people. So, you know, you roll up and there's a hundred people in cardiac arrest. Right. You know, now that's why, hence there's, I think, what did they say, 131, did I say, 133, something like that, mm -hmm. deceased, or another 100 injured. So yeah. that's why. So if you're in cardiac arrest or respiratory arrest prior, mm -hmm. they're going to be most likely leaving them and moving on to the injured. So now would you be telling civilians, hey, you know, CPR, start there? Like, would that be a thing? Uh, it seems to be a bit more just uh, kind of that crowd mentality, right? Yeah. So they're just going to start jumping in and doing it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and who might have stopped you, right? Like, if, yeah. if you, but would you Would you help, try to stop them? Or would you like? I don't know, I'd leave. I got a job. Or would, sorry, would, sorry, not just try to stop them. Would you direct them? Try to initiate. Yeah. Would you be like, hey, you want CPR? Because you're not. Because they're useless right an, now. Anyway. I think in an event like that, possibly. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ash, Ash, straight <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think in an event event like that, you know, it makes sense to to utilize certain resources to to mm -hmm. an extent. Um, you know, we're not responsible for them as right. the first responders, but at that. At that point in time, why why not, right? You look right. at the Boston Marathon bombing. So when I went to a conference in the States, um, the Boston EMS chief was talking about it. And he basically said, as units started arriving, there's all these bystanders were already putting tourniquets on people and compression bandages and dragging them out right. over to where they saw the ambulances coming and mm -hmm. literally getting ready to load them in the door as the paramedics were jumping out. Um, so there's tons of people assisting it immediately. Right. Not like a lot of scenes where you think people just scatter. This was everybody was right. there helping yeah. still, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I, I've even been on smaller events, like some good um, motor vehicle incidents where there's only like seven, eight patients. 
But again, for our resources, we only have two ambulances uh, with some critical patients. Mm -hmm. But then you have that that person that runs it. Oh, I know first aid and this and that. And great, you're, I was trying to triage. I'm going along and I'm on the radio talking back to uh, my partner and and getting the resources going. Next thing you know, I see this other person like opening up a kit and like laying this person down and like, oh geez, okay, here we go. It's beginning. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, people just they jump right in, right? I wasn't going to stop her. I didn't. I mean, there's no point. Mm -hmm. right. So yeah, yeah. It's crazy the people that are just out in the public. I think we've had in this past year, you know, multiple accidents that we've got gone to. And there's, hey, I'm a nurse. Hey, I'm a doctor. Blah 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 blah. blah and they, yeah. they're already, you know, ad, they're there. Doctor ad, what? Administer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Podiatrist. Yeah. <laughs> Let me fix that foot for you. They're there. <laughs> Prior to us putting hands on the patient, yeah, administering some form of care. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and that's just in our little random corridor here that yeah. that, that we have. So, um, well, it, it, wasn't there that accident in north of town during the um, wildfires where we had all like the four or three guys plus yeah. all the deployment guys, which are all firefighters? Um, yeah, there was medical coming out of like the medical there. Medical everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> rolling in. Yeah, yeah. there was like one patient, I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, that one. There oh, was, was two. There two. was two, and then yeah. the third. Just bit like she went into panic and right. blah blah blah. But yeah, yeah. So there was two. I mean, and both were in a bit of a bad way. But yeah, there was a lot of people with a form of medical, uh, one way or the other. So that was interesting. That was a good highway to be hit on, I guess, yeah, <laughs> with time, everybody yeah. traveling. Yeah, the time, yeah, because yeah. that same week in Korea, there was also a bridge collapse in, collapse in India. Mm -hmm. That's um, right. Different type of crowd but same mm -hmm. idea i guess like overcrowding on a bridge i haven't mm -hmm. seen what the bridge looked like i'm assuming it's wasn't that it was an old suspension one yeah, yeah, it was it was really suspension. Bridge. Yeah. but that was hundreds of people died 141 yeah. now i i haven't really researched that one much were, were did they land on the water or were they landing on like was it like a dry creek bed or something i believe so mm -hmm. i believe it was in the, into a river yeah. mm -hmm. so that's a whole other like history yeah. of issue yeah and actually there is a uh, one of the pages i was reading uh, was that, that was the second large um, crowd crush mm -hmm. in um, Korea there, was it? Oh, right. Yeah, another yeah, one yeah, in the on football, on football on game. game. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, so large football game, same thing, right? Yeah. So these, these things occur, right? Like, um, yeah, it's, it's wild, you know, like, that's why I always look at crowds different. Yeah. It, well, I was I was, having, yeah. You would have your head on a swivel even more so, right? Oh, when I'm in a crowd, like, I don't. Like, I, I don't I wasn't much of a, I think I said I was younger, I was a mosh pit kid, like, I did Metallica mm -hmm. and stuff, I'd go and crowd surfing, but you have a, you're, you're in there, like, and then when you start working the crowd, you're like, uh, I'll just, I'd like to be on this side of the barricade, <laughs> or I can <laughs> move, and leave, or, yeah, but, yeah, it was, I, even when, sometimes you have to go into, into the crowd to get people out or help mm -hmm. them, and you're like, it's really yeah. sucks there. <laughs> so, just a bit of info on that bridge. So it, it's not a, it's just a pedestrian bridge. Uh, the 755 foot long, four foot wide pedestrian bridge okay. built during the Victorian era. Um, what? what? <laughs> yeah. Was jam packed uh, with however many people, uh, 141 uh, died. Yeah. But uh, they were out there to experience the sway of the bridge. Oh, that's not a good idea. Yeah, so... <laughs> More, it was swaying more and more at that moment, and more people jam packed out there, so it was crammed with people 755 feet long worth of people. And uh, 
yeah, it's way too much, I guess. And went crashing down and it sends you a river. So yeah. yeah, it wasn't super high. Like it wasn't a massive fall, but um, I don't know what the weather in India at this time of year is well, like. I know they're having the major floods, but yeah. But also you imagine like, so you, you fall mm-hmm. and then I mean, 10 more people land so on top people, of you. So does the, and you know, the bridge, the bridge debris. And then now um, you're underwater with people on top of you. Yeah. And it it, it only is. takes one massive, like one breath, if you will, of yeah, water, water yeah. uh, taking in some water, and now you're in panic mode, and now you're drowning. So, so that'd be a whole other game because now you're like, like containment. Yeah, well, now, yeah, now you got to get swift water people in. Yeah, they yeah. all fast. Well, I guess any water that's moving is swift. That's right. um, so mm-hmm. you got to swift water teams in, um, recovery teams. Yeah, um, and then you take them off. Then you start your MCI, and then you start your CPR and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it, um, you know, look back to looking at some of the photos and stuff from that event in, in Korea there, um, they end up making a makeshift uh, morgue as well, mm-hmm. uh, which we know about, we talk about that in MCI training, right? Yeah. Um, you try and control uh, an area for your deceased or your expectant tags yeah. um, and move them out of sight, out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other takeaways that we've learned through our training is um, try not to have the triage colors too close together. Right. People up triage. Okay. Right. Yeah. People getting treated. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So hey, why am I not getting treated? Those guys, those guys on that colored tarp are getting treated. I'm gonna yeah. scoot mm-hmm. my ass over there and sit down. And, so the up triage doesn't show up too far, and they get into the expected yeah. category. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like further yeah. over yeah. on the card, start on one side, you end on the black. I'm just yeah. gonna grab one of these. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. For some reason, I'm being left alone now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't triage. Yeah, don't triage. Triage doesn't show up too far. Yeah, or or do because you're. Piece of crap if you are. Yeah. If you are appreciating yourself. But, yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, when uh, we were running a festival, we were, we were like, I was there right from the beginning, like from the day we saw like the, it was like this donkey in this field. Was, yeah, this is where we're going to have this massive festival. Okay. Cool. So we planned it all out and uh, we had this really cool doctor in, and they he brought a medical team in because we were up in the mountains like pretty far out there, like above Whistler. Um, hmm. And, um, the doctor brought in, like, he had a big-ass, like, mash tent. And he's were walking me through the process because I was one of the security directors. He's, like, walking me through the, yeah, so it's the hospital. He goes, yeah, we can do IVs. We can do uh, minor surgery. I'm like, geez, what the hell? Yeah. He goes, yeah, in that back room. He goes, we got the, because uh, it was super cold. And he had this, like, extra air conditioner. Like, sorry, the temperature was super hot out, but in that back room, it was, like, super cold. And he got this big, like, uh, fan face down on top of these, like, two cots. I'm like, that he's like that's our morgue because <laughs> it made a morgue <laughs> like for a concert in canada <laughs> right <laughs> i was like oh smart <laughs> he goes yeah because you know if it's a major incident he goes we're a long way away from a hospital and he goes we're a long way away from anything else yeah. and uh was that like there like like pemberton yeah, area pemberton, like, yeah, the first right. festival yeah. Pemberton, yeah so mm-hmm. yeah we were like you know it's a small town that's mm-hmm. not i mean they, they had a hospital they probably have like a like a clinic or whatever, yeah, but not an so, actual hospital. You're, you're going yeah. to Whistler. I want to say there was like six, seven doctors on site with us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was like intense with those guys. Wow. Like they were, that was awesome. <laughs> I was like, wow, these guys are super prepared. That's really nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, and that's, um, you know, the unfortunate thing. Like a lot of these other countries, we get these horrible events that occur mm-hmm. and we learn from them. And now yeah. our teams yeah. in our countries are, are preparing and doing better. Yeah. Uh, and then people think, oh, you guys are just, you know, you're over, overdoing it. Like, you know, the crowds are always like, what is all these gates for? You guys are doing, overdoing everything. Mm-hmm. 
bunch of Nazis. <laughs> oh, thank you for security. Yeah. yeah, they're all yelling at me. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all this is safety. It's all this is about. <laughs> but that's just it, though. Like, like all of these safety measures, like you were saying, is they're in place because something's happened. Like, yeah. the world is very, very reactionary. So, uh, yes, you're more than likely being overprepared for the event that we're putting on today. But somebody else was very underprepared, and then they had the event. Mm-hmm. So we learned from that. So... Uh, would you rather service. be? Yeah, well, exactly, right? <laughs> example. Would you rather be a little overprepared for an event that will yeah. most likely never happen? But when it does happen, now we're actually like saving lives, not uh, losing lives. So. Yeah. Well, why do we get policy changes and training changes and yeah. mm-hmm. what? Because people die. Somebody <laughs> died. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's it's everything in the world. Like you see a new length of uh, divider going up on a highway. You're like, oh, obviously they're like. I don't want to say the joke because that sounds dark, but like the the thing is like, oh, I guess enough people died here. So yep. we're now getting a meridian or a new traffic light somewhere. Like we've Absolutely. got we've got some some pretty heavy construction going up just north of where we are. And it's not because they're looking to build up the infrastructure. There there's been accidents of plenty there. There's so. three accidents in one day there. Yes. <laughs> my my guys my crews were stopping at yeah. <laughs> in my so, job. My guys were stopping mm-hmm. at like three times they stopped at three accidents. I think you stopped at one. Yeah, day. I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah just, <laughs> just going through. So yeah, I mean everything in the world is very reactionary and it's generally because some somebody died. So mm-hmm. yeah, let's be a little extra cautious or you know, have have some extra you know, policy and procedure in places. It's not like you're canceling events. It's I think I'm sure there's the odd one, but for the most part, it's a couple of extra pieces of fence yeah. or whatever yeah. it might be, right? Yeah, it might have, back to what we talked about earlier. This might have been the first big event since COVID, right? So, sure. like, yeah, mm-hmm. flooding in. And how do you guess? Like, how do you gauge, you know, attendance? I think just back to our event that we were chat, chatting about. Yeah. Uh, it was probably our best attended event in that building. Yeah. I don't want to say ever, but in my time, yeah. um, overall, like maybe at the height, it'd be about normal. But like yeah. we we had the largest crowd in that building, um, you know, you know, sustained throughout the night. Yeah, um, yeah you just, you don't know what to plan for, so you yeah. you overplan. Yeah. I mean, I guess with us, like when you sell tickets, you can plan. Sure. Yeah. But in that, mm-hmm. then the one we're talking about in Korea, it's like you just open. Yeah. That was just the outside the yeah. world. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like they they're gonna close it down to foot foot traffic only. But other than that, like they're mm-hmm. this is the area that we are going to allow people in, which happens to be downtown. Like, how do you make downtown? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me think about our July, our July first event. Yeah. And you were in those meetings, and they were like, "Oh, we might get sixty thousand people, whatever they whatever the estimates were." And like, yeah. we don't know. We're like, "Well, maybe I don't know." They got all these mm-hmm. rumors. People are gonna drive in. Suddenly, your yeah. town, which normally, how many people are in your town? Like they have eight. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, pretty much eight yeah. to ten. Yeah, yeah. calling for sixty thousand people showing up for eight to ten people. Fireworks and <laughs> the beaches are going to be jammed, and yeah. I think it still ended up probably twenty five thousand. Oh, easy, yeah, down Maybe in the 30, beach. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. still, still a big crowd. Not, I don't think it's as big as I've ever seen down there, but it's pretty. No, that was up. actually smaller. Yeah, uh, we, yeah. We, we were thinking it was going to be a lot more. Yeah. Sure, uh, but it was it was definitely yeah. smaller this year. Yeah. I think people were a little bit. Just, just a little hesitant on certain things, and then just the cost of traveling. I think, it, I think there's a bit of a rainstorm of what happened before, and then it went away. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there was a lot of things that were happening right around that same same time. There was some weather. There was uh, like some shortage of fuel. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I know you guys sold out Friday. Yeah. yeah. Of that very weekend, and now you've got a potential sixty thousand people coming in, probably running on 
you know, half to quarter tank almost empty. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. fuel's out and, and, and. Yeah. Like wildfires I remember, in the area. And yeah. Not, in the, not right in your town, but wildfires in the area. Yeah. yeah like yeah, a lot of the people from the lower mainland would, would be driving through it. Um, I remember, like, you shared some photos of Friday night when people were starting to load into the valley. And, mm-hmm. like, both sides of the valley yeah. is just a string of red red lights and headlights stop coming down the mountain into town yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah i was getting because uh, i was going to work down there do my other job and i was like hmm, this might actually be entertaining <laughs> but i mean yeah. it, was, it was fun but it was, <laughs> yeah it wasn't, it wasn't quite what they were i guess preparing for but that's why you prepare but again that's what happens with these free public events you can't prepare mm-hmm. we can you can over prepare or under yeah you prepare for the worst right? yeah but to a degree so mm-hmm. like again like so the lower mainland um you know when we had the the riot down yeah, mm-hmm. you know the same thing. So everybody was kind We're of prepared. Thinking of '94, is that? Well, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> right, so the, yeah, the MC Hammer. Oh no, that was. Yeah. yeah, that was up here. Never mind. No, we only ride hockey games. Yeah. Well, yeah, in the valley we we ride at MC Hammer. And, yeah. In <laughs> the coast they ride at hockey games. Yeah, but yeah. So, the, yeah, so the Stanley Cup playoffs, the, the, the right then, you know that was. Uh, you know they had streets shut down for the mm-hmm. entertainment districts. But then again, there's not a lot of other things in place, and then, you know, if you, if you don't have certain fencing bolted down and bolted together, it's easy to use as a ram weapon. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. easy to ram to go through a window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so things are getting pulled apart and tossed. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was chaos. Yeah. Absolute chaos. Yeah. Were you? You were there. I was not there. Oh. Uh, it's like I was in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the best video I absolutely love, though, is the guy getting shot in the nuts with the uh, flashbang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that was good. Yeah. But, so we had the, uh, the public safety unit with the VPD. Yeah. Uh, the riot squad. The paramedics were Those guys are massive. The public the guys from the VPD. <laughs> yeah. There's the, some big guys. So uh, a few of my buddies were in the PSU there on that deployment. Uh, so the public safety unit. And yeah, they said it was pretty nuts. Like you're just in the crowd, and same thing. You start getting pushed around, and next thing you know, from the radio, yoink, got ripped off yeah. the belt, and mm-hmm. yeah. So there's time to time to pull back. There's tear yeah. gas and things flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember a couple like um, Memorial Cup in Kelowna because um, uh, the head team was the Rockets were winning, and uh, we went to a security meeting, and uh, <laughs> the head of the RCP was like, "Yeah, we have like a riot squad, like sitting in the other room right now." Mm-hmm. Really? It's like, yeah, because if it goes south, we're not sure what's going to happen. So I remember we were going around the arena and uh, we, because it's a bike rack yeah. uh, that we used to get the crowd in, mm-hmm. we stacked it all up and got a massive chain and chained it all together because we, we watch videos and we know we're going to use it as a ram. So we chained that all up mm-hmm. and then, uh, then then they won. Right. And then the same thing as that Surrey Olympics, um, Team Canada was playing and it was like back and forth and everyone's like, Everyone's super excited, but at the same time, all the security guys are like, ooh. Like, <laughs> this goes, like we got like 20,000 people in this crowd right now, plus the entire, like that was just in one crowd, like yeah. all through the city, there was thousands of people waiting for Team Canada to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not proud of what I told my guys. I said, the first guy that yells right, like we lose, and you hear the first guy yells, yells right, I want to punch him in the throat. Like punch him right in the throat. <laughs> they're like, guys, are like, you serious? I'm, like, I'm serious. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, that'll stop. Like that'll shut somebody down. He's <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Nobody yell riot. <laughs> I heard this guy yell riot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but you know, back to even just like the the 
the Granville Entertainment District in Lower Mainland. Mm-hmm. You no, know, so they, they barricade that off um, on a busy Thursday, Friday night usually. And mm-hmm. for the most part, it's pretty controlled. There's this mm-hmm. pedestrian area. Um, but you still get the taxi drivers that deke in. Yep. And now there's this hazard. <laughs> there's uh, a car driving around. Right, so suddenly mm-hmm. you got this car driving around, all these intoxicated people. <coughs> um, and then, of course, we have, we're have we so allowed to drive in there. So the police cars and the ambulances still go in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, it's, it's a lot of people in one little area. It wouldn't take much to kick off. And now you have a very similar issue, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe, like, what do they do? Should they be putting out more of the barricades that you talked about, like, in the middle? Yeah. Right? I don't know. Or is it just too much work for them? Cost? Mm-hmm. I think either you share it or... Like, or should you guys have a barricade in Japan? Yeah, it's like yeah. The, the, the full-on, like... Yeah, not even a, like not even a small... Fence. Actually, yeah, she posted on the yeah. DTF page. Mm-hmm. Not even a small... Not even, sorry, not even a big stadium. But, like, a pretty small, like, average size stadium mm-hmm. for... But it's like... Yeah, yeah, you can still pack as many people in there. It just completely breaks down the ability. It to It separates move. them all. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not even the ability to move. It's just to separates the crowd enough so you know you, you'd have like five deep and then yeah. you'd be a barricade because mm-hmm. no one packs into the barricade backwards like they pack forward, right? So now yeah. there'd be a space between the last where the barricade steps are and then mm-hmm. that's part of crowd crushing. That's right. Mm-hmm. So there's always going to be a little, a little bit of movement in there. And then they, I'm guessing by looking at where it would be, they have security posted on each sure. kind of choke point. Yeah. And then just allowing that amount of crowd until that part fills in and enough. To put the, they probably have clickers or something. I don't know yeah. how they gauge how many much crowd is in there. And then, okay, stop. Yeah. Okay, you fill in that section. Fill in mm-hmm. this section. Fill in that section. Yeah. It's like Disneyland. You know, there's so many people. Yeah. But they control the crowd so well. Oh, I used to love going there when yeah. I was. Like, it, it's yeah. just such a good little Mail flow them. path. <laughs> and they have somebody that will stop you at certain points and yeah. let the crowd disperse. And then they start you again. Yeah. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. very well organized. Yeah. When I was in the middle of like sure. doing all the crowd management stuff, I was I'd love going to Disneyland just watching. Like I'd just be like, it's so cool. Like watching just how they, watching how they, like, watching how they move bend lines and yeah. like, move yeah. crowds and mm-hmm. <laughs> bend lines like the other night. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. That was actually funny. The uh, last night, the um, our bar had slowed down. Oh, I saw it move. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. it was it was running into the crowd. So so <laughs> Grant and I were having not, not an argument. We we're having like a fairly heated because Grant. Uh, is well versed in crowds, so yeah. him and I are having this a heated discussion just before our skit starts because we're trying to clear the crowds so our skit gets there. We're like going back and forth. And I'm like, "Well, just shut the line down." He's like, "Man, I'm not shutting the line down." He's like, "We're gonna have like you know a fight." We're gonna have a fight, right? I'm, like, no, no. I'm like, "We gotta shut the line down because we gotta get like otherwise people are gonna get mad because we're gonna start the skit." And, and it, literally, the music because we always play this one song that tells everybody like it's about to start. Yeah. And the music, the song is playing. And it's about four minutes long. I'm like, so Rat and I are going back and forth, and I like finally I get a, I get like a light bulb. I'm like, I'm like bend the line. I'm like bend the line into the wall, like and move it towards the bathroom. Like that clears that hole. And he's yeah. like, oh, "That's a good idea." Great idea. <laughs> he goes running out there, and I'm like, mm. and then as soon as the the the, the curtain opened, I could see the line is bending. I'm like, "Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was pretty funny." Yeah, that that worked out perfectly. But again, like like that was the thing. Like I ran out to the bar, and like I come back, I'm like. They're not shutting the thing down. You're like, they have to shut it down. I'm like, I understand what you're saying, <laughs> but they're not going to do it because there's 200 people standing yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they're not going to do it. So we got to come up with a plan. <laughs> yeah. so it was like, yeah, I, was, I was like, oh. And then it was interesting because the rest of the night, the line was bent. Like they, they, yeah. they went that way. That, that was and rare. The thing yeah. about crowds is like, they, they're like, you know, they're people, but they're, mm. they're basically like cattle. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. Like, I used to actually, sometimes when I used to run, like, if I was had time and I was kind of being 
funny. Or not, actually, it was kind of, I'd be like experimenting. Like, okay, if I put like an extra couple turns in here, like what's it going to do to the crowd? <laughs> and I'd like watch. and I'd, Or I'd like bend them another way and like see if I could make crowds do things that I want. That they didn't necessarily know they were doing, but I was like, mm-hmm. okay, if I, what if I bend them around this way? Like, is that going to save us time? Is it going to make it flow better? <laughs> like, <laughs> we just, we do that with like barricades and like, even if you put a garbage can in a certain area and people are like, oh, they'll go, they'll go around it. Right. And see, you know, <laughs> it's like a little river. <laughs> river That's people. Right. It's creating a flow path. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Um, crowds are a funny thing to watch, right? When you actually get in the the mindset of looking for something specific, mm-hmm. like, um, and they can be quite scary too. Like just that mob mentality that starts taking over. It doesn't take yeah. much for everybody just to start jumping on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, hence the riots and even Costco. Yeah, like, sure. Freaking Costco, we're wheeling our cart to the uh, to go pay, and next thing you know, there's this massive lineup and person delegating people off. Like, woo. Turn around, back down the other end. There's yeah. like nobody, right? So, but the crowd, people started watching them line up. So people were coming down all these other aisles to go get so that go one line, yeah. Instead of thinking outside the box and going yeah. to the other twenty openings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we were at a concert the other day, and we're looking for like booze sales or whatever. And there's a couple of vendors, and they're like jam packed, and like the whole upper level is packed with you know vendors and stuff right and everybody's like beelining oh this one has this this one has this so there's these massive lines well you walk 45 more feet and here's the exact same thing offered by another vendor mm-hmm. and like there's no one there people, like, are, lazy. people are lazy and stupid so they, yeah. they, they see a line and, oh shit like we better get in that line because it's only going to get bigger well yeah because there's more stupid people yeah. so <laughs> like if you use your brain and think like this arena is like a big circle up top yeah. <laughs> that wraps all the way around like the lights are on you can literally see the entire thing yeah and yeah they're just oh i better get in line before it gets bigger i'm like well i'm just gonna go to that line it's got like eight people in it not 40. yeah so we walk up and get our drinks and leave but that's the thing like crowds get that crowd sort of you know like hey we're gonna go over here we're like we're all zombies yeah well i mean like even when you go to drive through in the morning like towards a drive up and there's like 40 people in line and mm-hmm. like the line is sna- like the drive-thru, the line is sneaking yeah. to all the way like to the parking lot, and I'm like I look inside and there's like nobody inside, so I'm like let's pull in, get out, <laughs> grab my coffee, walk back out. The line yeah. moved like four cars. I'm like mm-hmm. yeah. get drive away. <laughs> People lazy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I do every morning. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like traffic control, like when we go to an accident scene. Yeah, you know, like you guys were on an accident the other day. Yeah, like not even it was. Not a bad accident that injury wise, but it was a pretty good accident for where it was. Absolutely, like, you know, and it was just a shit. Just outside yeah. of a thirty zone. Yeah, so we were borderline. Line. We were right on the edge of a uh, a school zone. Uh, we were sandwiched between a couple of four ways. Like yeah. we were at a four way, um, and then sandwiched between a couple other ones. Uh, yeah, right by Eastern Grocery there, and uh, yeah, it was whatever time the accident came in. It was early. Somebody blew a four way. Um, ended up. It was you know. Uh, maybe 50, 60 K an hour T-bone, um, sheared a wheel off the front of a newer pickup truck and but, shit scattered everywhere. So we're trying to set up, you can't really make it through yet. Like the entire four way was completely clogged and we're trying to like get people to stop and move. And like, we're holding the stop sign and they're looking at us and we're like, Hey, you gotta go, go back. Like traffic flow at this time, it was like seven in the morning. It's so low. Um, I just turn, turn around. Like multiple areas, like multiple, like there's multiple 
like you know, in, yeah. in the area to get out. It's mm-hmm. not like it's like one entrance only. And they're all over it, like, uh, and they just keep driving towards you. We're like, stop, and they keep driving towards you. I have to get through. I'm like, well, yeah. like you can't. <laughs> like if I like if you look right there, there's a truck blown apart in the in the middle of the intersection. <laughs> there's a brand new S SUV, like basically from the B post back is like tin can. You're like, where are you going? Yeah. Well, can I sneak through? I'm like, no, oh, you oh, actually man. can't. Some people are. It's, don't care what's happening to anybody right. else in the world. It's mm-hmm. about, all mm-hmm. about me. Or in the highway sometimes when we close the highway down. And, we, and you know, our highway is good because it's got or there's multiple areas where you, we can detour. Yeah, I say, like, we've, we've got yeah. it pretty dialed in most places. Yeah, now so we, we're... you know, we, we block the road and, you know, in the summertime, with lots of tourists, so they drive yeah. up and they're always mm-hmm. like, I'm like, okay, so just go up road 18 and then a bridge and then yeah. find this road and, and I, you know, just, oh, I'm not from here. I'm like, okay. Well, I don't know what you just, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do. That phone you have in your hand that you were just on while you drove to me, because <laughs> you almost ran me over, <laughs> and yeah. get that phone and you're going <laughs> to you're gonna punch in, like, whatever address. Like, you're going to punch in, like, the next city you want to go to. It's yeah. going to give you options from where you are on the best routes. <laughs> yeah, and literally the moment don't you choose the right, fastest route, yeah. choose the second fastest yeah, route, and that will, this route. <laughs> yeah. Don't like, choose this one. I tell guys, I'm like, I don't care what r- route you take. Yeah. And the moment you turn right, it's it'll, like it'll recalculate. Re- it'll recalculate. And yes. it's going to beagle you up there. Like, fuck, people are so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, this, tell you the story about um, the lady that was road raging on me. Um, so we go, we're in this, this back alley uh, in downtown West End. <clears throat> this guy shattered his femur, fell off a dumpster. Slippery hours. We're, we're packaging him up. <laughs> She pulls up behind us in the ambulance, mm-hmm. and our emergency lights are on. She starts honking. Like, what the hell? Uh, look at the window. Honk, honk, honk. We're in the back of the cab. We're in the back of the, the bus now. And open the doors. Step out. I'm like, yes. She's like, you're in my way. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we're dealing with a medical emergency at the moment. We'll, we won't be long. We'll be out of the way. Mm-hmm. No, you're in my way. I need to get into that underground parking right over there. I'm like. Oh, you mean the one by the other entrance? <laughs> she said, yeah. I'm like, well, you can go around. F you. She starts going nuts on me. I was like, splash, anchor deployed. <laughs> so we get back in. We're going to go ahead and do some surgery on this guy's leg over here. <laughs> yeah. We finished packaging him up and getting him ready. And I jump around. I was driving. So I jump back around into the cab, waiting for my partner uh, to say we're ready to roll. Mm-hmm. And she's still back. We're still back there. He's like, okay, yeah, we should be good to go now. I was like, all right, just one sec. <laughs> wait, wait, like two, two seconds later, then she, she backs up. I saw her starting to move, so she backs up and leaves. I'm like, ah, I won. <laughs> Start driving away up the alley. She comes wheeling around the corner in front of me now. And I'm, and I'm in front of her entrance entrance point to the... <laughs> honk, 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 screaming. Turn my lights on. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Made her back out. <laughs> There's fingers coming up. Yeah. Small, small victories, right? <laughs> Just chuckling. Mm-hmm. You guys yelled together pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was pretty funny. I mean, we had... So we've had six alarms to the same same building um, over the past week here. Uh, it's a, a newer build, and we actually think we have... a. a theory. Yeah, a theory of why this is happening. New build. New ventilation system, probably some construction dust. We found a lot of construction dust in certain areas, yeah. mm-hmm. so we think it's getting churned up and sitting off. Coupled with uh, 
Yeah. Co- so oh, a couple. Sorry, a couple with their dryer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when they because it seems to be every time we check in a certain area, the dryer is warm. Like they've just I think used just it, finished but it. not like no burning smell or anything like that. So no smoke, but just a warm dryer. Yeah, it's like, okay. yeah. So it's just the vent blowing the the dust into the air, mm-hmm. which is activating the alarms. So yeah, so we were there, and the one that happened uh, yesterday. Um, which one? Like not this morning, yesterday, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday. This yeah. is how many there's been. Um, someone we know lives there, and they were getting uh, like she was getting ready for for work, and then she was actually coming to our event later. But she comes outside like it was the one that we had to go upstairs. So like we were right. yeah, we were there for a while, right? Like you have to we we quote no, it's bullshit, but. You go and do your job. Getting very good at right. the building, though. I'm getting very good at where the standpipes are, where, oh, yeah. where, the, where the service entry, like all the <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they're outside, and uh, I was popping outside for something, and like, she starts to walk back back in. I'm like, hey, like, I can't let you guys back back in quite yet. Like, I'm sorry. We are going as fast as we can. Like, we are fairly, you know, certain it's nothing, but we just have some guys up, up on the third third floor. It's a four four story building. And she's like, oh, I'm gonna be late late for work. I'm like, well, like I know, and we're trying to go as fast as possible. But I, if I let you in, I have to let everybody else in. And 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 she's like, oh, like I'm out here in my whatever house coat. Like, yeah, I get that. If the building was on fire, you would lose all of your stuff. <laughs> like you know, potentially. So it'd be nice warm. <laughs> it'd be, yeah, it'd be a lot, a lot more heat. But uh, I'm like, we are gonna be as fast as possible. And then she like. Because a we know her and she's a decent human being. She's like, ah, oh, yeah, 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 I know. But like, just that class, like, well, I'm gonna be late for work or whatever, right? I'm like, trust me, we don't want to be here. <laughs> so like, we get that everywhere, and that's somebody that knows us, right? So yeah. there's the other side of like the Joe public that just yeah. like everything's about me. We are pre-planning the shit out of that building right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we could walk in there and search blind. I I can tell you the lady in the 104 has a dog and she was concerned about where that dog was going to go in the event of a fire. She's like, "How do you guys know that I have a dog?" Well, we know it now. Well, we've been here five times, so I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know where everything is in your apartment. Oh, is that the one that was saying that she wants to hang someone on the door? Yeah. Right. So like, she wants like a dog alert on her door in case of an event if she's not home and the dog's still right. inside that we know. And like I said to her, I'm like, I'm like, if, if in the event of a fire, like we're gonna search for 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 life in every room. Like we're not gonna just yep. expect that everybody's out. Uh, even if like you are out, we still will. You know, our idea is you're home until we know that you're you're not home. She's like, oh okay, yeah. So should should I put something on my door? I'm like, like if you want to, like it's not gonna. Oh, you know, really look. That won't affect me, and nor will I. You know, <laughs> like fluffy inside, like. It's, it's like a babe baby on board, but something for your dog. I don't know. But she was happy with the response. Oh, no, we search every room. She's like, oh, good. Fluffy's safe. I'm like, yeah. Nice. Eventually. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> Before story building, I think as well. Yeah. All right. Any more for any more? No. I don't think so. We got a little off topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <we're laughs> exactly. Yeah. Tends to happen. Squirrel. Um, yeah. Uh, just so you guys know, next week we should have an episode where we're talking to another podcast. Uh, podcaster, mm-hmm. podcaster. Yeah. Um, she has a podcast called... We Need Ice. We Need Ice. I, know yeah. what I was going to say that they need ice, but we need ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's about a blevy that happened in 1973 in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, Blevy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had the name of it. I forgot the name of that town. 
Oh shoot. Um, you no. Ah. Kingman. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, Arizona. Yeah. It's like a, I think it's a nine-part episode, a nine-part yeah. miniseries kind of show. Mm. It's not. So it's not like a podcast like our awesomeness <laughs> yeah. that you have to hear us forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I don't. We haven't really talked to her about if is she doing more and if she gonna carry on or yeah, do this whole separate thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk to her tomorrow night about it and. Want, or tomorrow night we're going to talk about it and then we're going to post it. Uh, mm-hmm. That'll be next episode, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you want to check out that podcast, it's, it's interesting. Um, some interesting things on how that particular blebby changed some firefighting tactics that we do now. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty horrific uh, story, horrific event, right? Yeah. Um, when yeah. you get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very, you know, her, she was really good. She, you know, said, hey, this disclaimer. Or not, but uh, it's, yeah. it's actually get the stories get quite graphic. Yeah, the uh, flow of it, right? Like, I mean, we're we're of the industry, so mm-hmm. you think like we're fairly prepared for it, but yeah, yeah like it's I don't want to say it's dark, but you're 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 listening to um, like people that were there tell their version of the story, and it wasn't like, long though. In yeah, the grand scheme of things, like in the grand mm-hmm. scheme of things, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's uh, you you kind of have to like walk away for a bit, like yeah. you just listen to that over and over and over you're yeah. like oh because we're we're trying to get all the info in quickly right so um you know back to back to back you're like oh, this is yeah, this is pretty heavy um <coughs> but a lot of really good in, in, information as well so yeah. yeah by all means um if you're catching this and you want to be prepared for us next next week um jump on that we the ice um which comes from the uh when the fire was it bloody on the rails yeah i think so when yeah. the um, hospital ran out of cooling material um, mm-hmm. with ice and whatever else they use um, yeah. that, that was the broadcast that they sent out over yeah. so people had it in their homes could just bring it yeah yeah it's eerie I, th- I think they captured like, yeah, the audio actually, right yeah, the audio yeah. Of it, yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. Like, cool and when you look at some of the pictures from uh, of the incident you mm-hmm. realize like people weren't very far away taking these pictures no, no. Like, and you're like and you know what's about to happen so it's like, mm-hmm. like, yeah you're right right there yeah um, yeah anyways uh, so that's look forward to next week um I guess into the show. Modus, somebody. Sure, Modus. Um, from firefighter uh, gear. Um, I'm not talking about gear, like tools. Uh, their claim to fame is going to be the snagger tool. Uh, our beat the shit snagger is actually on there, on one of their most recent uh, social media posts. It was. Um, I don't think they. It's like version one. They were saying when they were here, and then they actually did a post about it. Like, are there any more of these still in service in the wild? And a couple other people posted them up, and they've they've done a couple of like minor updates. But we've we've got brand brand new ones from this past summer, and we've got like version one, and it's still in service. It's awesome. It's actually in my pocket. Um, I think the one that they were taking photos of. So it um, uh, we use it on a ton, a ton of calls. Uh, coupling hose, advancing hose line. Um, you can like literally hang your gear after if you're you know hot and sweaty. A, a little bit less of that <coughs> right now, but um, you know. And people, it, it's funny. I I read their social media posts, and there's always like, oh, hey, I love it, everything's great. The, the next person, like, oh, I tried it on a two and a half by myself for the first time, worked out really well. And then there's the, the jackass. It's like just hold the hose better. i'm like oh for sure right like true like we should be able to handle a charged two and a half 
three. Yeah, I think. Well, alone. yeah, because one of our one of the guys we have training with us, he's like, "Ah, oh, I'm not a big fan of that thing. You just got to work out more." <laughs> right, <laughs> come on, man. Like, it's like, sure, we yeah. should be able to. And like, I, I believe everybody that we know and we train with can. Well, we have to. That's part of our or, exactly. Training, right? Or you can just pop the snagger on there and do it almost one handed and like yeah. zero, not zero, but very low energy expelled. The thing about firefighting is, like, if it's that big of a fire where you're trying to run in two and a half, this mm-hmm. isn't a small event. Yeah. You're going to be working probably for the next hour or two, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. So why would you waste energy? Yes. It spell all that right off the Yeah. Line. Like, uh, uh, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, remember when Kevin was running the two and a half by himself? Yep. Um, and we have video of him doing it, like, because <laughs> there was a video that was taken from the, um, from the story. Uh, story. Yeah. yeah. And we were joking with him because he looked like he was, uh, it was uh, Jesse Ventura and Predator trying to run the uh, mini. Yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> but he's like, man, I was exhausted afterwards. <laughs> but, and then he had to take a breather. Yeah. He did, the, he accomplished a task because sure. he ran a two and a half, knocked out a fire. Yeah. But um, then he had to go take a breather because he was trying to run this two and a half by himself because we're all running around. We're all breaching doors and making entries and like, and he's hosing us. Yeah, there was a lot of things happening in yeah, a very yeah. quick, quick amount of time there. Yeah. But again, yeah, like, so, why go expel all that added energy, yeah. uh, drain yourself, and then, you know, you're potentially out, out of the fight for X amount of time. Mm-hmm. Or, you use this piece of kit that you can keep in your pocket, maybe with like a pocket organizer with other kit, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you slap that baby on there and you're there for, you can drain the tank. <laughs> yeah. And the average firefighter could drain the entire uh, supply that comes on the engine with very like minimal minimal effort. So um, that's always going to be my uh, response. Like you know, you you can be a hero, sure. Go and go and do it without any extra tools. But like we also didn't need power steering. You can still turn your wheels without it, yeah. or you can do it a lot easier. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So I mean, they have that. I can't um, live without heated steering. <laughs> right now I'm like ah the heated steering wheel <laughs> man no. so nice it's awesome I, I think I said in the chat so we've got a new officer truck here and it's cold and snowing and I was driving to our structure for the other night and like the leather was cold and the steering wheel was cold so I go to turn on the old heated seats on my way because it's a four or five minute drive and like by the time I get there I'll be nice and toasty because it's cold outside and I'm wearing like my station wear and my and my jacket, so yeah. I'm not going to be in turnout gear in the IC role until we. And we're going to be working like you know. Yeah, we're, yeah, like, we're not going to. I'm not going to be working. I'm taking that there. step back, right? Um, the heated seats don't turn on when. Um, oh right, when the code three is going for some reason. Yeah, yeah, we got to get that looked at. <laughs> so we have the additional like all, all of our additional lights that we put on. It doesn't affect that, but we bought a module. It actually like turns on and flashes all of your right. uh, signal lights, your headlights. It's, yeah, so the module somehow is speaking with that circuit as well. And every time it flashes, it'll turn off your heated seats. I'm like, well, this is bullshit. <laughs> 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 so tonight I drove most of the way to that alarm call with no go threes on. It's cold out. Yeah. <laughs> it was also because it was at that same building. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so anyway, so Modus, uh, they have, uh, <laughs> they don't have heated seats. Uh, they've, they've got their Snyder tool. They've got their, uh, uh, four century stuff with their wedges and stuff. They've got, uh, a lot of the soft entry kit, which, uh, we were going to try to pull out to break, break into a storage room the other day. <laughs> Allegedly. Trying to get tables. Yeah. <laughs> we got the key. Everything was fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So check those guys out. Uh, long, long time supporter of us and 
uh, we're super happy to uh, you know, always give give them the love that they need. Um, and if you like what you see there, which you should, uh, use discount code DTFF5, and that's going to get you 5% off your next order. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like um, they're going to have some videos coming out with uh, Luke dressed up as Santa. Oh, shit. Yeah. Really, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I commented on a uh, little video or pictures that I had. So he replied back. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, stop the bleed. <laughs> stop the bleed.org. <laughs> Much like this podcast, stop yeah. the bleed. <laughs> stop the bleed.org. I will take you to um, the site and uh, give you some information if you want to become an instructor or other information if there's uh, classes or courses near you as well. So, of course, uh, three major or three methods of uh, major hemorrhage. Our um, tourniquet application, um, major, major hemorrhage control. control. <laughs> yes, <what did> I <laughs> say? These are three three methods of major hemorrhage: are gunshot wounds, knife wounds, <laughs> <laughs> chainsaw injuries. Oh man, okay, you can tell it's late. So yes, tourniquet application. Make sure it's a good one. Uh, direct pressure. Make sure you know how to do it. And um, uh, wound packing. Um, yeah, it's really really basic information, uh, but it is going to save your life. And make the training fun, high fidelity, like we always say. Uh, so if you're going to become a trainer, uh, think outside the box. Know where you t- know what you're teaching. Uh, reach out to some of your um, other partners uh, in EMS or fire or anybody who's uh, really savvy with that kind of information as well. And um, yeah, get some get some fake blood going and and make it fun. Yeah, uh, Tanner Wilson. Yeah, Tanner Wilson, country music out of West Coast, Canada. Uh, we had uh, the pleasure to have them up here uh, playing for our 100-year event this past summer. Um, yeah, awesome live live shows. They're doing a ton of that right now. Uh, they've got uh, a new single that they released, uh, Little Country. Yes. Uh, yeah, so check them out on all of your uh, streaming uh, and music platforms. Um yeah, lastly, us. Uh, we are on uh, TikTok, yeah, Instagram, even even the new TikTok with Elon Musk. Yeah, <laughs> um, did Musk buy TikTok? He bought Twitter. Twitter, sorry, Twitter. Yeah, he bought Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're on the Twitter. That is a T. I'm on. We're not. Are we on the Twitter? We're not. I'm oh, we oh, we're not because someone because I I was looking at Twitter the other day yeah. and I typed in our podcast and mm-hmm. someone said, "Hey, is there a D, is ETF out there?" And that was, really? a couple people were asking. Uh, we will have to get our social media uh, that's team right we'll get our social media crew on yeah that. so on that if you sent us an email in the last little while um, years. Mm-hmm. last yeah. couple of years um, maybe we were a little lax on response because uh, <laughs> someone else was writing our email and there was no responses mm-hmm. so um, there was there will now be responses we have some people working on it um, yeah yeah. like actively every day there will be somebody yeah. in that so yeah um, so uh, anyways uh, TikTok mm-hmm. Instagram yeah YouTube, Facebook is our mm-hmm. biggest probably one that we reply to the most, mm-hmm. just because we're always on there. Um, soon to be Twitter. Because we're old. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're old. Say. Yeah. I remember <clears throat> Facebook was, was like the new thing. Everyone sure. This thing called Facebook. Right? Uh, there was a, a photo. It's like when Facebook wasn't an app. Like you had to go to a website and you were just Facebook.com. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. No, there was like a web page. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Straight web page. Mm-hmm. I still want to make hate book. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like uh, Todd and I hate Ash. I'm not saying Ash, but like, <laughs> so, hey, we're friends because we hate the same person. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what Facebook is now. <laughs> so you might as well tell what it is. Oh, God. <laughs> Trademark. 
Yeah. Oh man. I don't think the pendulum swung quite back far enough for hate books or really. hate book. <laughs> Isn't that parlor? That'd be great. Like, yeah, like all of us hate each other, or all of us hate the same person. Well, that's it, right? Like, oh, like you guys have a, a mutual hatred. <laughs> man, I can see this game. Yeah, I'm not even a comic. Oh, then we get levels like dislike, hate. What do you call that? <laughs> Angry face emoji. Yeah. Yeah, there needs to be like a, a single thing. I actually, I think they they finally have it. No, yeah, they do. They got yeah. the bird on there finally. I tried, yeah. I tried to use it, but it keeps on disappearing in my recently. Ah, uh, recent. Uh, if it's not used recently, I don't use it. <laughs> I can't be bothered to swipe right all the way over. Find the emoji. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that went off the rails again. Yeah. <laughs> Bonus. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Oh, uh, Doctor Nick. Should... Oh, Doctor Nick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Artac. Um, Artac Online. Mm-hmm. Check it out on the ATAC uh, group on mm-hmm. ATAC Canada. ATAC.ca, not ATAC, but A-T-A-C-C. Yeah. ATAC Group. Yeah. Check them out. I think it's ATACGroup.com, is it not? I think it's .ca. No. Uh, th- there's both. Is there? Uh, yeah. .com and .ca, and uh, for sure the .com will take you to uh, the RTAC yeah. link, or the .ca link, and then you click on that, and that's where Dr. Nick Sparrow can uh, reply back to you and give you the information. Right. Right. All right. Uh, They're know. currently closed. Who? They open at 9 a.m. Who is? The ATAC group. <laughs> yeah, there's no, no, no emergencies right now. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, stay safe. Stay. Deep, deep, deep.